What's up, fam? It's Dr. O here. And I was very excited to see all of the accolades that actor uh, Coleman Domingo has been getting for his portrayal of Bayard Rustin. And I've been so happy to see that Rustin has been getting all of these accolades, obviously, after his death. Um, but, you know, as Dr. King said, the time is always right to do right. And he is somebody who has deserved well just so much recognition for his role in the civil rights movement. And it's been great to see many people involved in, in, in correcting the record, not only with, with, with Rustin, but the role of women in the civil rights movement that has also been overlooked and the like. Uh, this is a great time for that. And I'm happy to be part of people who are talking about that importance and making sure that our, our children know about that story. One of the things I saw in an interview, I was kind of geeking out on, on, on Rustin on YouTube one weekend, and I saw an interview from the 80s, and this was before he died. And one of the things he said was very profound for me. He said, we protested because we didn't have the right to vote. Uh, you know, we didn't have the voting rights. They were under attack. And he said, when you have the right to vote, you don't need protests. And so here's one of the greatest organizers, right? The greatest protesters and the organizers of protest movements of, of all time saying that we don't even need that when you have the right to vote. And that's why I'm, I'm, talk, I'm sharing this video today because when I, when I posted earlier that we need to be getting behind uh, Biden and, and Harris in the 2024 election, the, the, the pushback has been very interesting. Some people are like, hell no. What have they done for us? And so on and so forth. Now, I'm not going to spend my time right now going deep into their, their Black agenda and the things that they've done for the Black community and because it, it's massive. In case you don't know, Roland Martin talks about it all the time. I might get into that. We'll see. And I'm not talking about them being perfect. I believe firmly, like Obama said when he was running, don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. Do I have issues with Biden's policies as it relates to what's going on with, with Israel and Hamas and what's happening with the Palestinian people? Absolutely. I've been speaking about that from the beginning. There's nothing new there. But I also know that uh, Trump coming back into office could also lead towards Muslims in this country being rounded up even if they are not even from that area. Do we want that in addition to Netanyahu being given a complete blanket uh, car, you know, full idea to just completely go even further in what he's doing? I believe that the Biden administration is, is an administration that can succumb to our pressure if we speak up and are more vocal about calling for what we want to happen. Look at Biden's uh history as it relates to the crime bill and other things he's talked about during segregation and the like, and look where he is now as it relates to, you know, the work on prison reform, the the, the work on, you know, schools and making sure that poor schools have, have what they need and, and his work to, to end racism and, and fight bias and prejudice and discrimination and, you know, bringing us uh, uh, Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson and, and, and the Vice President Kamala Harris. Does this mean everything is all hunky-dory? No. And this idea of us continuing, now when I say us, I mean people who are voting democratic most likely and just want everything to be perfect we keep letting the perfect get in the way of the good and we have to be mindful of the fact that not voting for them is a vote for for trump or and whoever he's going to select and so we have to understand one of the problems that i have is that so many of us are out there protesting it's like we're professional protesters and professional activists and they're like well won't go to the voting booth the voting booth is where the work is going to be decided. It's where everything is going to be decided. And I saw a situation, particularly in the summer of 2020, and you know, after what happened, George Floyd and the like, people were protesting but not, not showing up at ballot boxes. 
And my thing is, it's not about either or, it's about both and. But if I have to pick one, the vote is more important because as Rustin said, it's what we did not have. So my philosophy is get out there, support Harris, support Biden and use that vote and let them know that my vote for you is holding you accountable to me. I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be watching. I'm not with this mindset of, oh, Democrats always take black people for granted. There's been more access to, to the White House that we haven't seen in forever, in, in forever under the Obama and, and as well as the Biden administration. And no, that doesn't mean we just shut up, we just shut up and be happy to have a, a seat at the table. No, it means we use it to speak up more, to demand more, to put Biden and Harris on the spot more. And they've been willing to listen to the critique. And if they haven't been, we got to go harder. So this election 2024, uh, if you've lived in a constitutional imperfect democracy your entire life, that's all you've known here, it's at risk. It's at risk. And the question is, what are you willing to do about it? Are you just going to pack up and leave? Are you just going to say, oh, it's a lesser of two evils? Oh, I'm tired. That's just that's just not good enough. And that's not what Rustin and, and Dr. King and Ella Baker and, 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 Credit, and Credit Scott King and all the others, that's not what they fought for. They fought for us to have the right to vote. And if you're going to say it's lesser of two evils, fine, whatever. Just get out there and vote because the vote matters. That's why they're fighting to disenfranchise it. They're not really fighting outside of like a DeSantis who's made it in some other states that's made it legal to run over protesters and they're like, yeah, and that's messed up. And we know that. But their main fight has been about voter suppression and voter disenfranchisement. If the vote didn't matter, why are they fighting so hard for you to not have that ability to do so? And why are you helping them out? So... If you're not supporting Biden and Harris right now, it's a vote for Trump. And yeah, I can have respect for Cornell West and others and the like, but in terms of what we need right now, whether we're talking about student loans, whether we're talking about diabetes medication and insulin at $35, whether we're talking about opportunities for housing, whether we're talking about you know improving our schools and historic funding towards HBCUs that has never happened in any, under any other president, I can go down the list. But now is the time to protest with your vote. Now is your time to protest at the ballot box. And you have to understand at the end of the day, this is what our ancestors fought for. So it's not about just, hey, I'm going to cave in and do whatever they want us to do. Nope. I'm critiquing the Biden administration every week. Y'all know, y'all know that. Y'all see me out there. But we also have to be strategic because like Rustin said, when you have the vote, you don't even need to protest. A guy like me, I don't want either or. I want both and. And I hope you're with me as well. Let's go. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.